out taking flights. Life on the edge is the way that Yogi life. No fun if I can't do a hundred through the lights. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the second part of the show. We got Danny Delo, the Raw's third man. And Mike Ball, peg laid up in the house right now. Uh, Hopefully you guys and gals are having a good Friday morning and stuff like that. Hey, at least I'm upbeat, guys, man. I'm telling you, I've been watching uh, Marco's show on K100 over there, and I'm like, (sighs) I'm sleeping. You falling asleep to it? I'm freaking sleeping over here, man. It's like, (laughs) what the hell happened? That's some FCC stuff. That's some FCC stuff. He he's not used to that. And that coming up. Oh here. my goodness, man. No wonder he gets so worried about me on our show and stuff like that. I gotta, you know what? We gotta listen into a, a little bit of this. We got oh boy, to let's do this. For a my, my wife, wife will attest to this. I, I have so, so my, my wife found, found out a year, a year ago, ago that she, she has celiacs. celiacs. So she, so she can't, can't have gluten. gluten. It makes her sick. She and my son. It's like, damn. Absolutely amazing. I wasn't able to be there for the official unveiling. Marco was. What do you guys think of this? What's on it? It's got a cheddar and avocado. And then cabbage. We're talking about avocado. Yeah, so I can't wait to try. Yeah. I mean, I can see that it's a very professional setup. Like, he's got Oh, here we go with Mike. <laughs> it's true, but, uh, but, but the truth is, the truth is, is nobody listens to that kind of stuff anymore. You know? Oh I mean? hell no! Let's, let's be honest. On whatever live stream that was, that was two viewers. There's a reason why that there's you know this separation of that FCC stuff to what we do. Well, that you know what? That's funny, man. You know, could you imagine all of us doing a show like B Can? On the terrestrial radio and trying to be G rated, not even. Well, actually, actually, if I remember correctly, I remembered some meetings where we talked about when we're gonna do the BK podcast, no swearing, be cool, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but all of a sudden it just became an extension of the madhouse. <laughs> so now it's, it's like, like it's eh, we might be on Spotify. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll just see if we get canceled. Let's just test the waters. <laughs> it's okay to, to experiment. It's a learning curve. It's okay. Actually, to uh, Jason, uh, Danny, and myself are going to be uh, doing a video on this uh, because uh, none of us had a good uh, deal at Woodstock. He goes, last time I was at Woodstock, Harley Davidson, a few years ago, them jagoffs, I would have got grind right there or beeped on his channel uh wouldn't even let me test ride a bike unless i was willing to put money down on it no 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 no. there's no way that they're saying that there's i no find that way. hard to believe but i'm not gonna call you a liar I, I, jason i can't because because harley is is become so those kind of people <laughs> Shit, well, normally when normally when I'm waiting for something, they give me a bike to go take a ride on. Yeah, it's like I would <laughs> it's like you know, like hey, if you, you want to go test ride this, you know, go ahead, you know. But not that I get What's up, Road Rage? When I walk yeah, in. Yeah, we're going to be uh talking about that uh but no, Steve, we're not talking about a show on YouTube. But uh, he's like a robot on K100, man, on his regular radio. He's gay on YouTube too, let's be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> putting on a bunch of snitches on his show and then not knowing why everybody's calling him complaining fucking idiot but we're gonna go to i want to get you guys's uh thoughts on this stuff you know how bikers bring in a ton of money for towns and they bring in millions of dollars i'm talking millions of dollars when they come into town but it's always funny a cop has to be there to ruin it. And it made the uh, news. Uh, I guess they were having a charity ride and the cops were all over everybody. Welcome back to Fox 4 News at 6. New concerns tonight over last Saturday's benefit motorcycle ride. Social media posts encourage bikers to head for Lewisburg to protest claims local police interfered with the charity. The Lewisburg Police Department says its officers only required the event organizers to follow the pre the permit terms. Fox 4's Sean McDowell's in Lewisburg, where the motorcycle riders are encouraging people to gather on June 5th. Lewisburg is bracing for a big crowd, one that stands to be larger and maybe angrier than last Saturday's night train ride brought to town. We do not promote any type of violence and would, would take, obviously, enforcement action against something like that. Lewisburg's police chief, Josh Weber, says motorcycle riders are welcome here, but anyone who wants to cause trouble is not. This online post encourages bikers to attend an all-day rally June 5th, protesting police involvement with last Saturday's charity ride. The ride collected toys and raised money for less fortunate children during the holidays. See children by the thousands getting toys. On Thursday, Chief Weber shared this video clip with Fox 4 News. It's police body cam video where he explained to bike run organizers the violations he spotted with the event. We're supposed to turn these barricades around over here. They include a lack of traffic control, insufficient parking, and no visible entryways and exits. The reason we can't block 16 highways, that is a state highway. Earlier this week, the chief told Fox 4 motorcycles were also blocking city streets. The new post calls for bikers to turn the city into a motorcycle parking lot. The violence that has been portrayed or criminal activity that has been portrayed uh, around that, uh, people have an absolute constitutional right to come express their opinions about all that stuff. We would just ask them to do, to do it in a civil and lawful manner. I just lost about five you believe that? Let's go around the table. Uh, start with Mike right there. That freaking cop has a stick up his ass. You got to turn the barricades around here, barricades around that. And all of a sudden, they're talking about uh, turning the town into a parking lot and stuff. And that's violence. And, uh, no, see, to them. This kind of thing pisses me off. And to be honest, this is one thing that I, I mean, there's many things I disagree with BD on. And there was one thing I did specifically hear him say, he goes, yeah, if you know, the best thing to do when you, you know, hire, you know, and you do an event is hire some your local police force. And I'm like, why would you do that? And this is a prime example right here as to why you would never want your pol police around while you're doing an event. I mean, they're going to be sitting there going, oh yeah, your cones need to be here. Your, your barricade needs to be here. You need to have guys here. No, fuck that, honestly, dude. We're here. This is our event. We're bringing money to the town. You need to be a little bit more appreciative of what we do. And I think uh, a lot of businesses are, you know, because if you look at Daytona, Sturgis, whatever, 
those vendors and those local businesses make their whole thing in a you know two weeks time for the whole year and if you start pissing people off uh it's gonna drive them away what do you think danny I think what the organizers need to do is talk with the businesses and tell the businesses to stand up for them and make their voices heard. If the businesses don't, then fuck that whole town. Move over to the next town. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, you know. And and any mm-hmm. any organization and any any self-respected biker. Period. If anybody says, "Well, we should have the police involved," you know, to the shut up. Well, you know. What is it with these guys that all all are supposedly an MCs and one percenters and and organizations and all this shit? You know, well, well, you know, the best thing to do is to have the police there just in case. We are a police, man. We've always policed we ourselves. Regulate our own. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. A, a call ahead to that town to say, hey, listen, you know, we're organizing an event. We're coming through your town. We're gonna be there for the day blah, 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 this is what it's for. That's one thing. But but to try to hire police to come police our, 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 our guys, our girls, come on, man. Well, I totally agree with that, uh, with what he's saying, Mike, because they usually become the buzzkill there. But that is a very interesting subject he brought up is, May you know a lot of us that started earlier in the decades uh, are kind of like shaking our heads to why bikers are actually on their knees giving a freaking blowjob to some of these freaking cops. Wow. It, it just blows my mind, and I have to wonder if that is more of a Generation Z or a millennial type of way of thinking. Because it used to be where Generation X never thought that way. And it seems like everything's becoming uh, watered down within the scene. And it's just sometimes no fun anymore. Well, well that's I mean, already been proven wrong. Exactly what Mike Ball just said about a certain creator. I was just about to was say. was all that. about that. He's yep. the brother 60 years old. And, that's and, that's and not Gen me, Z. That's not for, a millennial. And for me, I have never involved police in any sort of situation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I have been grown up. I'm here on the West Coast in, in Southern California. I grew up differently. I'm, I'm not saying that everybody needs to run by that code or whatever, but this is the way I live my life. You know? Well, let's, and, go, let's go more into that subject uh, of... Uh, how can I say this uh, without getting stupid? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's rough. Uh, it's a madhouse. Oh, yeah. what, what, what? You're going PG on us now, Hollywood? Oh, oh, no, We're on go. the motherfucking morning show, baby. There you go. Uh, okay, let's just put it out there where you got certain creators that push the cops in the biker scene. You know, I seen that with uh, Big Cell. Uh, yep. He talked about that, and that that kind of blew everybody's heads off. And then you got the uh, BD that says, "Hey, you know, we have to work with the cops." And I don't, you know what? Personally, where I come from, I will never do that. I can't even um, stand looking at them. 
But what does that say? Is it the different sets that think that way? No. Is it white set, black set, uh, mixed race set that thinks that way? I have a very good clue as to probably why that is all what, <laughs> what happened. Is first of all, one of them is a big actual motorcycle, you know, meet where it's like an entire town takeover. Um, it's not like an, an, like our motorcycle events, you know, where our club events and stuff, these are independent riders. These are people, the, that's a whole different situation in my opinion, where I, he has to get the city involved. Uh, Somebody has to, they, they have to go to the, like whoever the top official, yeah, but actually, but actually coming out and say, and you start anything, I'm going to have the cops arrest you. Right now, now when, when that was said, when that was, well, you gotta, you gotta look at where big cell is coming from though. I mean, let's just keep it 100 and and big cell is doing a huge event and he stands to make probably five, $600,000 out of that event. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a huge, huge event. You have to have a police presence there. All right. It's just the way it is. It's presence, but do you say to one percenters uh, specifically, channel. you know, no, no, you don't, you don't do shit like that. But, you know, we all know Big Cell, he going to say what he's going to say and he don't give a damn. Yeah. And I, you know I just what I mean? I don't think he really thinks of the. I don't think that he meant it the way most of us perceived it you know mm -hmm. what i mean but then again he was letting it be known like hey you are not coming to my event and you're not going to come there to jag my money off it's not yeah. happening yeah I mean, you know i, I mean and, and, and let's be honest it ain't no different than whack-ass sturgis and whack-ass daytona no that was just some business you know what though. i'm saying That's business. i mean come on man everybody goes to these bullshit ass events i i can't stand them personally man because you go there and you get fucked with by the police the whole that's, time you're that's there. I don't go, I don't and if you're in a club, it's it's so pointless to go. You know, yep. everywhere you go, you're being followed. Everywhere you go, you're getting a ticket for ape hangers, yep. for loud music, for revving your pipe. You know, my brother last year got a ticket for um, using his flamethrowers on his bike. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, you know, it used to be where everybody showed out that night that weekend to show what they did to their bikes and you know and, and do some cool shit and now you can't do nothing i mean basically it boils down to if it's fun the police are against it now you know yeah, i the mean last time the last time so I, attended, I really think it just depends on the situation i'm sorry mike i didn't no, mean to yeah, cut you no, off, the last time i i attended one no, of those mike big events stepping on over everybody again no, i apologize <laughs> i thought you were done I no i kind of stepped on him I'm no sorry. no but i was just one you know last time i attended one of those big events i got pulled <laughs> over because i was in a vest you know and and of course i get pulled over and they literally ticketed me for my visor my, you know, the wind visor on a, on a Dyna, it's supposed oh, to be yeah. clear to them. Well, mine is, is see-through black, you know what I mean? And I can see over it, but they gave me a ticket. They gave, they scanned it and saw that it was too tinted and they, huh. they took, and they were starting to repo other people's bikes from the club for stuff like that. I couldn't believe it. Well. And so I'm like, dude, I, I for me forget me, miss me with all that crap. Now, see, this is what we were talking about with like the other content creator of 
throwing their own MC event, you know, like, hey, at our clubhouse or at this event or whatever. And we're going to hold it down with a, an actual event where a couple of vendors are there and people are making some food. Hiring some cops for that, that <laughs> is ridiculous. That to me is so mind blowing wow. that I just, I, I can't. I can't fuck with somebody that is going to do that. I, I, I won't I've attend, never even I, heard I, I of something like that. I won't attend your event. I won't well, attend your event. Danny, what the hell happened to the old days of going in the woods, getting stupid, and partying all weekend? Now everybody wants to go to these types of rallies, and I, I just don't get it. I, I maybe I, I don't just, either. I don't, I don't get, you know what it is, man. It's everybody wants that attention, man. We live in such an attention society in the MC world. You know, prime example is TikTok, dude. You go on TikTok and you see all these fucking yahoos parading their colors or they got their colors in like their own little personal shadow box, which I personally think is the gayest shit you could ever do. Just a, <laughs> <laughs> just to show everybody, look, I'm in a club, you know, behind their head. And it's like, come on, man, grow up, dude. Don't Nobody cares what club you're in, man. You know, it's it's the society that we're in, man. Back in the day, no, we didn't want to be seen. We didn't want anybody to know who we were until it was time to know. So right. that's why we went out to the woods and drank and partied and, and messed with women and had a good a good old time. And nobody got out of pocket. Nobody was disrespectful, and if they were, we'd beat them down and and give them some act right real quick and party on, you know, mm -hmm. or send them on their bike. Hey, man, take your old lady with her big ass mouth and get the fuck lost, get out of here. And they left, you know. I mean, it was plain and simple. Now, you know, everybody wants to go to these events and show out, and you know, and turn their music up real loud and. And, you know, do burnouts and all this dumb shit. You know, look at me, look at me, man. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of our own faults, too. You know, if you scream, look at me, guess what's going to happen? The police are going to look at you. Everyone's looking. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, Mike, uh, Danny has a good point there. And you know what? I actually get beefed on for this one where I think... The club before that I was in, we were always, and Danny knows who the guy is, if wow. you showed anything on the internet, you got your eye dotted. And it's still I, like that to this day with him. I think it was a better time period because, like he said, TikTok, I can't believe how much of a cesspool is over there. Uh, I just really can't. But you do got guys parading their shit all over the place, and yeah, that's well. not the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, sure, the cops are going to know who the hell you are just because they, you know, walk up and down and take license plates numbers and shit at a party. <laughs> but you still don't want to give them a damn easy road where they just kick up their uh, feet on a desk and be able to validate you. <laughs> exactly. What exactly. What the hell is going on out there? Where people, if they're doing this content stuff, have to parade around in their colors and talk shit about everybody else. The problem, the problem is, is that they are using their platforms and wearing their colors. And that what they're mistaking is they're using their opinions while they're in their colors. 
Okay. It's one thing when you are just riding your motorcycle and it's showing the street and you got a 360 camera and it spins around and it shows you and it spins back around and whatever. To me, that's okay. You know, but people don't know how to use social media correctly, in my opinion. Like mm. you have to be responsible if you're going to. Now, I'm one of the guys, I got to admit that I threw my colors out there on the internet. But I yeah, did but that you differently. You weren't going after other clubs, though. Right. And see, that was the whole thing is, is I knew how to hold my own, not only out on the set, but I, I look at the internet the same way. So if I, that's the way I treated it. So it's not like an, I, I would wear colors and then talk about my opinions on certain subjects. Like if I was sitting here in my colors right now talking in the madhouse, about how I feel. I'm representing something else, something so much you're bigger than myself. You're representing your club at that right. time. So, so why would you do that? You know? Mm -hmm. And that's that's why, to me, you're right, Danny. It's, it's, it's a nonstop, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know? Like, I need attention. It's sad. Well, you know, one thing that uh, I'm going to do next week, Danny, is I'm going to put out probably an angry video because – Actually, I'm getting tired of that kind of shit where people want to send in pictures of this guy or that guy oh, talk God. shit about this one. I ain't the National Fucking Enquirer, and it's really making everybody look bad now. And I've actually asked other content creators, don't put these motherfuckers on anymore because, yeah, it's entertainment and stuff like that. But it's making us all look stupid. Uh, let TikTok do that for us because it seems like TikTok is the dumb shit. Right. No, I agree. I, I just want to say real quick, I see Steve Easy over there being kind of like a closet hater, it seems like, this morning. Bro, you have a hammer on the wall. Are you about to bust out some carpentry on the show or, or are you just trying to show everybody you're hardcore? Actually, that was a gift from one of my fans that watch me that does some really cool shit that's why it's on my wall and not in my bike or you know stuffed in my seat because i'm you know mean as fuck you know what i'm saying <laughs> so somebody like somebody made it for you but like yeah. uh but like chase just said is it all become about showboating oh hell yeah it has chase hell yeah it has that's what it's all about, man. I mean, here's the thing. The, we've all seen the guys that hate on me on TikTok, right? These are all guys that... God, you got a lot. <laughs> I know. Well, TikTok is just another level but, of that. But if you, if you watch a lot of these guys, they all parade their colors all over TikTok to let everybody know that they're real. And I've always said the reason why they hate me is because... Everybody knows how real I am, and I've never once had to tell anybody what former club I'm in mm -hmm. or was in. I've never had to show colors of when I was in a club or nothing. Never had to. And I've, I've been, I'm living proof that real always recognizes real. These guys are not real, so they think by putting their colors on and going, look at me, man. I'm mean as fuck. Look at my colors, brother. Mm -hmm. You know, that, mm -hmm. that makes them real. You mm -hmm. know, that people, okay, all right, I'll listen to him. He's real. And unfortunately, the biggest problem is is, is the viewers. And yep. that's mm -hmm. here on YouTube and TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. 
people view that shit because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. That's real. And then they'll bounce back to another guy and then they try to start some drama. And it's 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 absolutely showboating, man. Absolutely. One thing that uh, surprised the shit out of me, Mike, one of these guys showed all the clubs he was in. I think there was like fucking five of them. Whoa. And yeah, that's that's uh I won't say serious? his name, but yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, he's cute. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, Jesus that's that's where I get my mean as fuck little comment from because I, I think the guy's hilarious. Um he's he's been in well one, two, three big one percent clubs for a very short time. And then he started his own little wannabe one percent club. And he used to hang out with uh, some guys in Tennessee that me and Hollywood happened to know personally. And uh, and now he's he's in some I don't know I think he made up a new club or some shit. <laughs> and it, it's it's so ridiculous. It's like, and, and that's the thing I'm getting at too is the viewers. If you see somebody posting pictures that they've been in five different clubs. There's Why the issue. fuck are you even watching this There's clown? An issue. Why are you promoting this clown? Why are you watching this clown? Why would you even give that clown any time of fucking day? Why Why would you listen to the bullshit that he's even saying? And that goes for anybody. It ain't a, a, a particular diss. It's for anybody. Anybody that's been in five fucking clubs, obviously it's not the club's fault. It's their fault. They're no, a piece of shit. Or they don't know this life. One or the other. Let me stop you there, Danny. Uh, Mike, isn't it the club's fault that this is happening with five different clubs? Because it used to be, even if you were enemies, you would say, hey, you would verify this one guy. And That's a good it, point. It's, it's a very valid point. Very that valid this point. Is yeah. Are, I mean, are clubs that hard up that they have yes. to take trash from others? Yes. Plain and simple. I think at this point... I'm going to ask you that, and I'm going to ask Danny that. Uh, let's be real. I'm going to be just facts here. Again, because it was it was recent news, Jersey's living proof of that. You know what I mean? He pulled a fast one, and he, he was able to manipulate a club into thinking a certain way because people use their mouthpieces, and uh, they're good with them. Uh, you know what I mean? On, I'm am sorry. I, am I right? No. You don't think I'm right. You don't think that these people manipulate situations all the time. Um, well, no, I'm saying you're you're definitely right on that, brother. Okay, so um, what I'm but but, the, but he is you're but, you're but not right on the Jersey situation though. He didn't manipulate a club. A club tried to pull a fast move and they got caught up in it. Okay, well it maybe it was maybe it was vice versa. Okay, that's valid. Right. But what I'm saying also is it's very factual what, what Hollywood's saying. You know what I mean? It's just, it is. It's it, it's a bummer um, that the club <laughs> does need to do their due diligence and, and look and go, all right, and call and make some phone calls. You know, that's what I would think would happen is like, hey, let's validate this dude. And people don't, uh, um, I think maybe clubs are a little hard up. Go ahead, Danny. You're laughing. I was just laughing at Chase. <laughs> Chase is always fun, man. He's Chase is definitely 
Jason's definitely like me. It's like, yeah, that guy might be an asshole, but he's my asshole. You talking about him, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about my man? <laughs> you talking about my dude, dude? <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not gonna go into the Jersey thing because that's that's. No, let's, um, let's put him aside, but let's put it yeah. in general right. with other people. You know what? You're absolutely right, Hollywood. And I, I guess I didn't even think about that. And that's a valid point, which you said. It definitely is the club's fault when you really think about it. Because back in the day, I mean, not even that long ago. Let's keep it real, man. It really, it wasn't that long ago. If you were throwing out bad from a club, even your arch enemy wouldn't take them. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. if, if you were... You know, I hate putting names out there, but let's just say, let's say you're an outlaw, you get thrown out bad, the Hells Angels wouldn't even take you. Right. Well, they actually had an agreement. You know what I'm you, saying? Then, even if you were out good, they wouldn't take you. Right. But, you know, all that aside, man, that's how it used to be. And it wasn't about respecting that club. It was about respecting our culture. The code. And if you were culture. out bad, you were blackballed. That's it. You're you don't done. get to come out and play no more. Sell your You're Harley done. Davidson, sell your bike, go buy a boat, and go sink out in the lake somewhere. We don't care about you no more. You don't belong at bike night. We don't even want to see you at the Harley dealer. You know what mm. I'm saying? But, but now, but now you get thrown out on bad from one club. And you literally can walk across the street and go join the other one. And half the time nowadays, if it's in the 1% world, even unfortunately, because you're, you come from a 1% club and they know that you come from there, you may not even have to prospect. And if you do, it'll be 30 days in a wake up. I mean, it's crazy shit, man. So, I mean, it's all going to hell in a handbasket and it's all of our faults. It really truly is. Mike. Well, if you look at fr from the flip side, though, uh, dang, man, it's it's hard. Th th this whole it's it's very complicated because the thrown out bad used to be, uh, you know, it was a very four things. Thing. It was four thing, four five solid things, and it nowadays, was three you know, three exactly, and, and that's. Uh, if you screwed around with somebody's life, you were stealing from the club or you're shooting, or shooting up. Right. Needles. And now it's uh, if you piss in the wind wrong. But see, that's what I, that's now like it's if you don't side. pay your dues, if you don't make it to update. <laughs> I mean, it's all kinds that's, of shit. See, that's the flip side, Danny, is if we would have just stuck with those three things and just stayed loyal to that code then maybe it wouldn't be so acceptable where people are going, well, yeah, I got thrown out bad because I didn't pay my dues, for instance. And and the other club is gone. well, dude, that's not some true brotherhood. Let me show you some true brotherhood. You know what I mean? So think of it that way too because everyone's getting thrown out bad for some bullshit. And I'm not saying everyone. Not not. I shouldn't say everyone. but a lot like of everyone people, is. A lot of people get thrown out bad, you know? And so you got to think of it that way too. <laughs> You know, so going going back to something that Mike Ball said, I believe yesterday about um, like bylaws and stuff, and and prospecting codes and all that should be changed up a little bit. This is exactly why we have this shit going on right now, is because things were changed up. You know what I'm saying? Here's the way I look at it: I don't care if there's a new generation coming into this culture. 
nothing should be changed. If you want to change this culture, then don't fucking come try being a part of it. Mm, You know what I'm saying? It's like people think we should change the amendments and all that. If you don't like them, get out of here. Leave. Yep. They're Mm. set in motion for a reason. And with the MC culture, these protocols and all this stuff was set in motion for a legitimate reason. And people looking past these bylaws is the reason why we have what we have now. A bunch of clowns parading their colors around, a bunch of yahoos that go out bad from 15 different clubs and then start their own in their backyard. And, you know, I mean, come on, man. Regulate this shit. You know, and that's what it used to be about. We would regulate our shit. Yeah, it used to be our generation that did that and the ones before us. Mm-hmm. But Generation Z and Millennials, uh, Mike, which, you know, you're in, I have am. tried to get, you know, they go, they get the boats and they push out the old timers. Yep. Next and they know, divide the club. No. That's so, exactly what's happened. That's our, exactly my, what's my, happened. My generation of thinking, as I said yesterday, is, you know, we know what's best, you know, and we come in with this mentality of like, okay, we don't agree with these things. And because we don't agree with them, we're going to band together to change that. Well, hold on. Why are you coming into something where we follow tradition, code, honor, all of this stuff, but you want to change everything? Again, we need to prospect our people better. You're not going to know someone after 30, 60 days. You, you know what I mean? You need to actually experience time with these people and see what they're about. You know, mm. I'm an amputee. If I'm walking quicker than you and I'm in a serious problem and I'm walking ahead of everybody, there's a problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why am I moving quicker than you? That's because you're the $6 million man, man. And, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying. You know so, what? One of the biggest problems I think, uh, and I've noticed it over the years, is a lot of these clubs want to go nationwide real quick or worldwide quick, mm-hmm. get all these type of people in there. But mm-hmm. what happened to actually knowing who your brothers were? I think when a club gets so big, it's really not a brotherhood at that point. It's, you know, oh. if it was brotherhood, you know everybody. And uh, remember the saying we had back in the day, Hollywood there's brothers and there's cousins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, exactly God. what you're talking about. You know, I think the the personalization of clubs is gone. I really uh, do. Uh, Unless you're in a really good club where you get to meet everybody and uh, you got to sit there and talk to everybody. With these huge clubs, you can't do that. You can't uh, get. That's why they got the, what's called the name game, man. You, you know, you got as your probate, you have to uh, remember a thousand different damn names. Mm-hmm. And when the national's over, you probably never see them any damn way. Yep. I remember getting tested, you know what I mean? Like you, you shake like all these people's hands and then I would have my OG come up to me and be like, all right, what's this? What's that guy's name again? Right. And it's like, to, oh, to me, dude. to me, if you're in a big national club, the only thing you should be worried about is your region. Your, your own region. region. Yeah. Yes. Uh, your, your own region, and that's it. Yes. At national parties, okay, cool. We're all brothers and we're colored, but 
the only thing that should matter is your region. Because here's the thing, man, and I've told this to a thousand people in my lifetime. If you go into a fight and you have 50 motherfuckers with you, you're going to feel pretty tough. But when you walk in there and the only people that were fighting were three, three of you, you only went in there with three people. Yep. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter if you've got a thousand people in your club. If only 30 of them are willing to go down for whatever, you only got 30 people in your club. The rest are just people that ride with it. Right. Yeah. Well, let's get to the big question. Uh, we'll start off with Mike. The biggest problem with Generation Z and Millennials, what is your thoughts on the biggest problem with that generation? The biggest, the biggest problem is just the ideology of change that we feel so entitled that we can just go ahead and change. For instance, what we were just talking about a tradition, you know what I mean? That's been set in stone for a hundred years, you know, mm. hundred plus years. Why are we trying to change something like reinvent the wheel? I don't get that. Like, see, I, I know that I am, different from my own uh generation but i can yeah, speak on my i can speak on i gotta speak for my generation though it's true though that they their ideology is like okay we're gonna divide and conquer you know we'll take this half and we can just take over the club or we can take over the, and get out these guys that have got these bad ideology or old school mentality let's just get them out of the way so we can run our shit the way we want and to me that's that's bullshit you should allow to have. What do you What do you think, Danny? We're seeing a lot of strife in this country, uh, and a lot of it's coming from Generation Z and uh, Millennials. Actually, it's the Millennials now having uh, the kids and stuff like that, which makes them Generation Z at that point. What did our generation, Generation X, do? And I believe it's our fault that these kids are the way they are because we didn't whoop their ass. That's exactly why. We, we we allowed the government to come into our lives and tell us how to raise our kids. We can't kick their ass like we used to. A good swat in the mouth, let me tell you something, that gets everybody's attention for one. And number two, it tells everybody not to do whatever it was they did again. But mm -hmm. we can't do that no more. We can punish them, but what's that? I'll go sit in your room. Go. Uh, I'm going to take your phone away, your iPod away, or your games away. Fuck that. Right. Smack your kid upside the head. Let him know that he messed up. You know, oh, that's where we came that. from. So that's what happened. We allowed the government to tell us how to raise our kids. Yep. And now we can't discipline these kids the way they rightfully deserve. These kids need a fucking ass whooping. Fuck a swat up the head. These these new kids, man, I'd like to kick one of these little motherfuckers across the street. They're mm. ignorant as shit, man. Just rude as fuck. Don't care about nobody but themselves. You know, they don't even care about their parents anymore, man. They're just so they're so non-compassionate towards anything but themselves. It's it's sad. But well, we created yeah. that and we allowed the government to create that. Well, let's talk about morality, Mike. Uh, the LA Dodgers, okay. Uh, see, I'm a big baseball fan, go Cubbies, but at the same time, with this pride stuff, they are actually honoring a group that 
dresses like a bunch of clowns and nun outfits and makes fun of the Catholic Church. Now, I don't care if you're religious or not. That ain't morally correct right there no, is to honor something. And that's what I never understood. Point, not even 0.5% of the population is uh, trans or gay. So why are you pushing that on the rest of us? But for the L.A. Dodgers to do that is unreal. Yeah, it's, it, this is typical. What company isn't going radical at this point? Look at this whole Budweiser thing going or Bud Light going back and forth from some, you know, tranny swinging over to Harley Davidson, you know, and it wasn't hard. What they're trying to do is trying to change the market. Like we went from radical left to now, hey, we're American. You know, it mm. wasn't Harley Davidson going, hey, let's hop on the woke train. I really think it was Bud Light going over to them going, yeah. hey, let's show that we're still American. These companies are just known to do this. Like this. Here's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's on screen right now. Yeah, see, it's disrespect. <laughs> it's, it's insane that this is allowed and that the Dodgers would co-sign any of this. But the, again, well, the, this is the LA. Those uh, Dodgers reinvite drag nuns. I guess that's a thing now to Pride Night after cutting them out. And the baseball team apologizes to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence after removing group from amid uh, the controversial. <laughs> and uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you're in that area, Mike. Yes, yes, I am. Announced that the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a well known San Francisco order of queer. Mm -hmm. And trans nuns has existed since the 70s and are once again uh, welcome at the Pride Night. And my question is, what parent would allow their kids to see some shit like that? You know, personally, my parents, did, you know, wouldn't ever, you know, but these kids nowadays are. No, no, no. Your parents are whatever now. What does that mean? In the sense of. What would they allow you to go to something like that? Absolutely not. No, no. And this is this is the exact reason why I pulled my child out of private school and put her in charter because these public schools are, are I mean, like, for instance, like even the ass beating stuff, you know, you these kids are taught in school that, hey, if, if your parent touches you, you let us know or you let CPS know you let the call the police do this. They tell you to do these things when it's like, hey, listen. Yeah, they're teaching all these kids to be snitches. They're brainwashing these kids. You know what I mean? And to me, that's unfair. And when it comes to this Dodger stuff, dude, it does not surprise me. It's L.A. What do you expect? L.A., San Francisco, all the biggest, biggest blue areas where they're just trying to please a crowd. They're Yeah, the, the point, they're not just going for the 0.5% of the population of trans and queers. That, that they don't care about that. They I had no idea that going after the word the queer is okay to say now. They are using. <laughs> I thought that it's was like a article. negative thing to say towards them. It's 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 an article. You know what I mean? I, I, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. So they are not going after that demographic of 0.5 percent of the those trans people. They are going for the voters that think that way, and they're going for those liberals that think that way in that area. 
And that's what people like. So what's that say about LA and uh, San Francisco? It's like, you guys got no fucking morals out there. Right. Right. They're they, all they, gay. They, 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 they just don't, they have a different level of radical thinking. Now, let me ask you guys this. Uh, we'll start with Danny. Do you believe somebody who is trans and is trying to breastfeed a baby is <laughs> child abuse? I think it's all fucking stupid. I can't believe that's even a question. I can't believe that anybody would even think that uh, it's okay. I think it's the dumbest shit ever where we started giving all of these fucking social experiments of humans this platform of where they think they matter. They fucking don't to society. They truly don't. Uh, I'm sorry, man. If you want to be gay, by all means, please be gay. I support you 110%. I don't care. It doesn't bother me one bit. If you want to be trans, fucking be trans. I don't care. But when you start trying to push this shit, on our children, on all of us, like it actually fucking matters. Fucking go die slow. That's what I have to say. Cheers. What do you think uh, of that, Mike? That was 100% accurate. Everything he just said. Yep, should be drug out to the street and shot. You know? Wow, people, are, people, people are radical. People are, are extremely radical that, that they think that this type of behavior is just okay. Mm -hmm. It's unacceptable. Well, let, me let me show you right here what I was talking about because Danny is in disbelief, but there you go. Yeah, no. See, oh, I'm not in disbelief. This, I, I know that there's right people here, that really think this is okay. This right here is abuse. Okay? Do, this do is you, abuse, and, and this is probably... One of the only times I believe that CPS needs to get involved. Mm -hmm. There are reasons why CPS is, is around. There are abusive, fucked up situations. And that is one of them. Mm -hmm. Right there. And, and these people are raising kids. So it's going to be more freaking idiots in their lives that yeah, are programmed to think this stupid shit. Mm -hmm. And imagine what these kids have to go through growing up. Because believe it or not, there's still normal people out here. Mm -hmm. So imagine how much abuse these kids are going to get mentally and physically growing up having these idiots as parents. Like, well, it's going mean, to keep the cycle going where uh, you have these kind of parents, the kids are going to start turning out like that. And I don't understand why society thinks this is right. It's not, man. And you know what? I don't think society does. The media is trying to make everybody think that this is the, this is what society thinks. Just like the black versus white, man. The social media and, and our media in general has been trying to push this narrative that, oh, blacks hate white people. White people hate black people. Case in point, I'll tell you guys a quick story. A couple of years ago when they were writing in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. And it was, you know, the racial tension was very high at that point, you know. A lot of people were upset on both sides. Um, there were some crazy things going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin, a lot of rioting, um, horrible shit. Well, me and a brother of mine, we jump on our bikes one night, and we're out for a cruise, and we're cruising down Highway 50. We get into Kenosha, and I'm like, hey, man, let's go down to the lake, you know. 
And he's like, yeah, all right, cool. And he's like, hey, did you bring a thing with you? And I'm like, no, nah, did you? And he's like, no, man, maybe we shouldn't go. And I'm like, why? And he goes, well, you know, all that rioting shit going on that kind of just started to fade out. You know, there, there was a lot of racial tension because of it. And I'm like, you know what, man, I ain't never worried about that shit. Let's just go. And we went. And the whole time I'm riding, as we get into town, I'm kind of thinking, this might be a bad idea, you know? You're going to have black people walking up to white people trying to talk shit, vice versa. This could be bad, you know? We pull up to the lake. <clears throat> I'm sitting down at the lake. And we're just chilling. And there's a couple of black dudes fishing. They're cool as hell. They come over, start talking with us. I end up hanging out with this one dude. Um, I forget his name, though. Uh, Breeze was his name. Shout out to Breeze, wherever you at, my brother. We sat there and watched the sunrise together, talking about life, man. Talking about black and white. Talking about how media is trying to make us all believe that we hate each other. And here we are sitting here on a rock, watching the sun go up, talking like men. Like, that's what media wants. Media wants us to believe that this is what society thinks. No, we don't. We don't give a flying fuck about a trans we don't give a flying fuck about any alphabet person. They're the ones making the big deal. We don't care. Just don't push it on us. Right. And you know what? He is right about the media pushing stuff. A lot of the media is owned out of New York and uh, L.A. And uh, especially those in the movie industry. And the movie industry, they have a lot of that going on. Uh, I especially feel for the child actors and stuff. A lot of them were sexually abused just to get into movies and stuff like that. Terrible. But what's that Terrible. saying about America, Mike, where these are the type of people that are running the medias and pushing this line that we have to be all uh, inclusive and all... Uh, accepting haven't they always said divide and conquer you know oh. we're, we're, they're going to use women against men they're going to use uh uh one club versus another they're going to use uh republican uh, versus democrat they're going to use anything they can to divide us because that's where they keep the power you know and these uh ideologies that are pushed on uh the rest of us Meaning through the so meaning media, mainstream media, um, and even social media down to that is there is a lot of that kind of ideology pushed on the rest of us when we don't care. Just like Danny said, we do not care. Like there, mm. there are personal situations I may not agree with. That hey, he may be a, a brown, he may be black, he may, but that's a personal thing I may have with them, but I don't have a personal thing against anybody ever. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. But the media would love to tell you that me as a white guy, I, I would, that I hate automatically this people or these people because they divide and conquer. That is the key to their success. But most of the time that's coming from generation Z and millennials. Uh, you don't really see that uh, from generation X what would it have, see, uh, Mike wasn't even a sperm yet uh, in the 80s. Uh, what do you think would happen in the 1980s if we seen some stuff like that? 
it would have never happened. It would have never happened because we didn't have the media outlets that we have now. And, and that's what's created most of the division and bullshit because everybody truly thinks they have a platform to speak on. And they do. That's the sad part. They do. You know, if, if you feel that, hey, listen, I'm a transsexual and I want to breastfeed my baby. I, I can't believe I just fucking even said that. I know. Me neither. But let's say, okay, that's what I want to do. I can go on Instagram. I can go on whatever show and speak about that. And it's just okay. It's just okay. That shit wasn't okay in the 80s. We didn't promote it. We didn't allow it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying things were better in the 80s for the gay community. They probably weren't. But it, it certainly wouldn't have, it wouldn't have flown. It wouldn't have. Right. Well, you know, that's why we had the term uh, closet back then, because mm -hmm. you kept it behind closed doors and you really didn't push it on to everybody else. Why, Mike, is your generation so accepting of this kind of shit? Because they're gay. I, I really, I really like, like I said, the ideologies are just so different. I think they look at at your guys' generation and almost have this uh, disdain for you guys. You know, it's very odd. Like, your ideologies are so dated and you guys are uh, so suppressive. And Well, let's um, be honest. Your generation can't even define what a woman is. You're right. You're <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that my generation is correct in any of this because it's not. <laughs> You know, my generation is definitely not in the right in any of that. Um, well, I, we my, are my the view, old guys now. My views are a little different. Um, I, I look at, I look at the box. Michael froze right there. Uh, oh, there we go. Sorry. There we go. Know. But yeah, no, the, the ideology again is just, I don't know. We just... No one wants to conform. No one knows how to be a soldier anymore. Everyone wants to be the chief. Everyone wants to be the head honcho. Everyone wants to make the big calls. And um, yeah, that's that's the problem is no one knows how to fall in line anymore. You know, when when an OG speaks, no one knows how to, to show that respect anymore. And, and at least from what I've seen in my generation, like I shut up and listen. When, when an OG speaks, but I see these other cats that are my age and they'll just continue on talking amongst themselves. It's like, dude, you, you're wasting your time right now. Well, I know that, that that's a good way to say it because you're sidestepping the real question here is <laughs> why can't your generation define what a woman is? Last time I knew they had a vagina. Okay. And they give birth. When you come down to genders and all that crap and like the, 199 different versions of genders and why I, I could not even begin to explain to you why I think why those people think that it's acceptable and why they came up with that. I don't know. I, I couldn't answer that because I only believe in two genders. It's your, uh, how was your, how was your schooling? Cause you were in that uh, period mm -hmm. of schooling. Was your teachers truly what uh, conservatives say brainwashers? 
Um, a little bit. Which what was cool about me is I was able to learn how to debate correctly in in government within high school. So I was able to flip flop sides. For instance, you're not a true debater unless you can debate the other side. So I learned how to do that. For instance, if I'm a conservative, I would learn how to debate as a liberal and I would and they would flip flop me going back to a conservative. So I actually had a really, really cool teacher in my time. But he was an old school cat, dude. Like this guy had maybe a year left in him, you know? So who knows? Who knows how it is now? You know, I can only imagine it's terrible. I can only imagine. Man, one thing I know that it is getting messed up in uh, this country really bad. If we don't get it uh, straightened out, we'll probably have Chinese ruling us pretty soon because they're going to laugh at us saying, oh, Tinkerbell's. Uh, just in lay Mandarin. Down. They're going to be saying, we're all going to be saying it in Mandarin. Right. We're going to go over the members only right now uh, in about 10 minutes. We're going to take a little break here. Uh, if you're not a member of the uh, Members Only Club, you can join over on YouTube, Spotify, and uh, over there on Locals, our Locals community chat group. Uh, check it out over there. Uh, we'll be right back. We uh, thank uh, Danny and Mike for being on the Madhouse covering for China Dow this week. You guys rock. We'll be right back. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one, the internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms.